the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. It's all I want. She's blonde, five foot two. It's all I need, yeah. And one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. This is my America. There is nowhere I'd rather be on this home day and every day of the week at 6 p.m. right here Pacific Time on The Answer San Diego and back babies despite Facebook uh, usually the old saying is back by popular demand back against the demand of Facebook Live uh, Facebook I am back live there so glad to glad to be able to yeah 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 uh huh been missing my peeps usually I like to read the read the comments during the show. Um, just, you know, there's so many different ways that people can listen to the show live on the radio, old school, in the car, on the apps. You can listen to the podcast later. I get emails from people that always listen on the pods and you can go to Spreaker anywhere you download podcasts to hear the show. And also, I know lots of you like to actually watch what's happening while I'm chatting, while I'm rapping. And so that's why I like to do Facebook Live as well. So however you are listening and watching tonight, thank you so much for being here. I know you have lots of options on where you get your information and where you spend your time. And I'm always honored if you spend any of it with me. 888-344-1170. Lots to get into tonight. Do we have a climate cancer emergency going on in this country? Is climate the cancer? Not really sure. Biden declared an emergency today, but it seemed as like he was declaring it a cancer emergency. Yeah, we we don't know. We're going to we're going to hopefully break it down and explain that to you. Um uh, Mrs. Ukraine Actually, she's beautiful enough to look like, I don't know, do they have a Mrs. Ukraine contest like we have the Mrs. America contest here? Mrs. Ukraine came, flew in somehow out of the battlefield, looking like she was stepping out of a bandbox, looking glorious like Mrs. Ukraine. Uh, Showed up today for Congress begging for weapons, i.e. money, for Ukraine. We're going to play part of her speech today, which was moving at times. But the question for the Americans, American people, because it's our money, it's not Congress's money. She's over there asking Congress for it. Hey, lady, <clears throat> um, that actually comes from us, by the way. Should should we be writing more checks? Should we be should we be providing weapons of war, which basically makes us a participant in the war by proxy? 888-344-1170. Those topics and more tonight, 888-344-1170. Before I go any further, I got to bring in this man. I'm never confused. He's often he's often confused by me. Um, but I'm never confused by him because he's always clear. And that is particularly when it comes to this food item. It's DJ Potato Skins. And the message said, DJ Potato Skins. And speaking of clear, the answer to your Ukraine question is no. Mm, okay. Well, that, yeah. See, this is what I mean. He's quite concise. He, he's quite clear. He's, he's, he's simple in his answers. Not unlike a potato skin. Quite, quite a simple food item. 
Not very complicated. All right. Um, I, uh, <laughs> I have to. I have to play these clips, right? As much as, as much as they remind us every time we play a clip of Joe Biden, it's a reminder that in no way did 80 million people vote for this man. I know. I can taste it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the reality is, is he is he is the occupant of the White House and he is uh, he is in the position of power to allow every, you know, far left kook in the Democrat Party push their agenda through him onto us. He is a puppet. He rolled up today. For some reason, he chose to go to Massachusetts to give his speech declaring an emergency today. And he rolled up in his in his carbon spewing caravan of carbon emissions today um which is so classic of the of these far lefty hypocrites right watch out for the oil yeah uh, we'll get to that in a moment so he rolls up today uh in his caravan of carbon spewing emissions uh to declare that we've got an emergency and he's blaming congress he's basically saying look you know i gotta do this because congress isn't doing its job right (laughs) Um, sure, there ain't nobody's wanting you to do anything, Joe, except try to read from a prompter, and he failed at that today. Uh, Skins, please play clip six. Climate change is literally an existential threat to our nation and to the world. So my message today is this. Since Congress is not acting as it should, and these guys here are, but we're not getting many Republican votes, this is an emergency. An emergency. And I will. I will look at it that way. I said last week, and I'll say it again loud and clear. As president, I'll use my executive powers to combat climate, the climate crisis in the absence of congressional action, notwithstanding their incredible action. Um, it just it's nails on a chalkboard to hear him try to get through a sentence. I don't he has diminished. He has diminished. Uh, you know, he he wasn't great when he took office. This is why they had to have him in a basement. But literally he can't form one sentence without you know, it's it's you know, it's it's like a frat boy at Mardi Gras at, at two AM after he's been doing jello shots. You know, like literally he can't he can't form a sentence. Here's what I do think that there's a little bit of a Freudian slip, a little bit of truth in this statement. Um Basically, the emergency, he says, since Congress is not acting as it should, we're not getting many Republican votes. This is an emergency. That's the emergency. The emergency isn't anything related to the climate. What's going on right now around the world? It's called summer, except when in the parts of the world that this is their winter and then their summer is when it's our winter. It's called weather. The real emergency that the Democrats and the Biden administration have is the little thing called the midterm elections coming up. That's their real emergency. That's their real crisis is that they have not been able to get through all of their agenda items. And they know that the clock is ticking, tick, tick, ticking, kind of like Marissa Tomei and my cousin Benny. What my biological clock is ticking like this. Meanwhile, anyway, so that's the real emergency, like for real. So that's the Freudian slip there. Um, So they've got to continue to hype and hype and hype, trotting out some of the same nonsense that we've been hearing literally for decades for decades out comes pete Buttigieg today same dude yesterday who was talking about how you know this pain we're all feeling at the pump but that's a great it's a benefit man it's good it's good for y'all because you can access some electric vehicles so today he had to come out today he looks just like who is it that people say he looks like from mad magazine is it alfred e newman 
<laughs> um, he comes out today doing his best um, to try to sound uh, like an adult, try to sound like he knows what he's talking about and trying to hype some fear. Um, Skins, please play um, clip four. Uh, the, the science is unambiguous in terms of the uh, level of threat, in terms of the lives and livelihoods uh, that America and the world stand to lose if we don't accelerate our action. And I don't think we should be following the lead of India and China. I think uh, countries like India and China should be challenged to but follow the, the lead but, but of the, the United States are, leading the, the way on climate. Okay, so let's, let, let, the, the let's stop it there. Um, is, the science is unambiguous in terms of the level of threat. <laughs> unambiguous how can it be any more ambiguous than the fact that according to you climate hoaxers this the city uh the um, island of manhattan was supposed to be underwater i think specifically by the year 2012 or was it 2002 there was an actual year in which they said the island of manhattan would be underwater and it didn't happen I think Florida, too, right? Florida was Al Gore and the inconvenient truth. Here's the inconvenient truth for you lefties trying to shove this climate change crap down our throats. The inconvenient truth is that every prediction they have ever made has failed, has been wrong. Florida was supposed to be underwater. There was an actually um, a park. I think it was is it, it wasn't in Alaska, but it's up somewhere in one of the upper states, might have been Wyoming, where they had this this national park where they had to take down all these exhibits they had about global warming going to melt all the glaciers. They had to completely take down the exhibits because there's not been one prediction that they've made that was true. And yet they're going to come out and gaslight you and tell you crisis, 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 including using summer weather. As an example of why we've got we we we've got to have you continue to suffer and unable to to fill your gas tanks and go to work, unable to feed your kids because this gas prices is not just about filling up your car; it's it jacks the price on everything. I paid twice as much today for a print cartridge for my home printer than I paid a year ago. It makes the cost of everything go up, and yet they're going to continue to lie to your faces and hope that you're dumb enough that you're going to buy it. Here is um, MSNBC, I think, continuing to push some of their uh, climate hoax hype. Clip 8. These are 30-year averages compared to the 20th century. So you see some blue on the map. Over the 50 years of this time lapse, as we take the 30-year averages up, you see a rapid rise in temperature across the entire nation. There are very few cooler spots than average at all. And what this means, and I know you're looking at me now and saying, okay, so you showed us 50 years. Our Earth is way older than this, and we've been way hotter than this. And that's true. However, those came with other signals and indicators like Earth's orbit or proximity to the sun. What we have right now, scientists say, the attribution to this rapid rise in temperatures, greenhouse gas emissions. Scientists say, I saw a quote the other day from somebody that said, uh, 92% of scientists will say whatever they're being paid to say. And the other 3% are banned from social media, right? Let me tell you guys about a scientist, if you're not from San Diego, who was one of the founders of the Weather Channel, who recently retired as a longtime weatherman here in San Diego, John Coleman. Oh, I love him. John Coleman, who said it's a hoax. It's called weather. Is the weather changing? Is it hotter right now? Is it maybe 95 degrees in D.C. today when maybe the record for for the summer of D.C. was 94 degrees? 
Weather fluctuates. We've also gone through great periods, and in in, in, there was a time in which the cover of Time magazine predicted an ice age. It's called weather. There is absolutely no science to justify the destruction of the United States economy and our lives. It is not uh, climate change that's going to destroy lives. It's this nonsense, this insanity being put about by the left, hoping you're dumb enough to be fearful enough. The same tactics that, that actually had people dumb enough to believe that healthy people should be locked in their homes wearing masks are the same people that just might believe this if you don't set aside your panic and fear and start applying some common sense. You want to hear some insanity? This is who is sitting in the Oval Office who's prepared to use a big fat pen, right? Remember Obama said, I've got, I've got a pen and, and I'm prepared to use it, you know, um, if, if he didn't get his way from Congress. This is who's sitting in the Oval Office with a big fat pen to use. Skins, please play uh, clip five. And guess what? The first frost, you know what was happening. It had to put on their windshield wipers to get literally the oil slick off the window. That's why I and so damn many other people I grew up have cancer. And why can't for the longest time Delaware had the highest cancer rate in the nation? Andrea, is he being poetic? Uh, uh, um, I actually think (laughs) um, if he was poetic, I think he would have tried to put a rhyme in there somewhere. Um, What I think he is, is I think that he's a pathological liar. And this is what he does. This is the same guy that pretended that said that he was at the top of his law class. Same guy who pretended he drove a truck at some point, uh, drove a drove a big rig at some point in his career. Uh, this is the guy who said at one point that he had taken the Amtrak thousands of times. He is a well-known plagiarist. He just makes crap up, pulls it out of his hiney to try to push whatever agenda to either try to sound smart, uh, to try to cover up something that he's done that was stupid, or in this case, to try to push an agenda. I, you know, I, I, I'm, you know, I didn't, I grew up in the South, but that doesn't mean I haven't been around climates where people, you know, had a first frost, you know, like I have family that lived in Ohio for many years and I went there for Christmas every year and I've never heard in my life, there's never been a time where it was there or I was visiting people in New Hampshire or anywhere else where they had a first frost. Nobody had a gr- <laughs> And all slick on their windshield. That's stupid. It this alone is reason to invoke the twenty fifth amendment. Claiming that the oil and gas industry has caused cancer because of oil slicks on windshields. America, really? Are you? <laughs> wow. And here's and here and by the way, just in case you were starting to think, well, you know what. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe it is time for us to abandon this, you know, this oil and gas because, you know, people dropping dead over on the beach in Italy, even though they, you know, they're all vaccinated over there and we've got this sudden adult death syndrome. Here's a little report. This comes from Daily Caller. The <laughs> blistering temperatures in Britain cause, you can't even make this up, cause solar panels to stop working. <laughs> How come skins, how come MSNBC, if they were going to talk about how all this, all this heat going on around the world, you know, what a problem that is. How come they're not talking about the fact that the solar panels aren't working in that heat? If we move, let's piece this together, Andrew. (laughs) If we move 
too electric, too solar, abandon all the other stuff. If this happens, where are we getting our power from? I I don't know. Uh, this from the Telegraph. Uh, power output during heat wave drops below levels typically reached in the spring. The weather was too hot for solar, pa- solar panels on Tuesday. As soaring temperatures reduce their efficiency, what part of green is not a total fail? Seriously. How many billions of dollars did Barack Obama spend on his green energy boondoggles, including Solyndra, one of which, one of the green energy boondoggles, provided a lot of pocket change for Pelosi's husband, Paul. Not one of them produced anything. Not one of them. We've got windmills out there by way of Palm Springs that sit without, you know, rotating half the time out there and don't work. Look, you know, I, I I don't mind new technology. I mentioned this this morning on my Wednesday News Newsmax panel. I said, look, uh, there's a concept called creative destruction, and that is which in which new technology emerges because of innovation and entrepreneurship, and because it's more advanced, because it's got greater. Uh, features or capabilities or benefits, the previous technology just naturally goes away. If any of these alternatives are ever going to be a proper replacement, it will naturally happen, and it hasn't yet. And they've been talking about this for a long time. Who still uses a VCR? I don't know a lot of people that still use a VCR. Because you know what? Streaming came. At first it was the beta. Then it became a VCR. Once the, once the VCR came about, nobody used the beta anymore, right? So that, that's an example of creative destruction. You don't destroy the VCR, leaving people with no way to record or watch a movie until you've got some other, some other technology that comes out. And that's what they're trying to do. Many years after they have already been trying to get all these alternatives. It doesn't make sense. And if it doesn't make sense, you shouldn't be going along with it. You want to buy an electric vehicle, I don't care. But they're trying to force all of this onto us. I'm going to take a break. We come back. We're going to shift gears. We're going to talk about Mrs. Ukraine. She was in front of Congress today asking for weapons, i.e. money. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She might as well have had the sash on. Um, What do you guys think? Should we be? I know that it's actually heartbreaking what continues to happen over in Ukraine. We're already in for a bunch of billion hundreds at at this point. Should we go in deeper? Should we dedicate weapons? 888-344-1170. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170. The answer, San Diego. Andrea K. Telling you like it is while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. 888-344-1170. In a moment, we're going to play Mrs. Ukraine First Lady Olena Zelenska, Zelensky. Uh, her ad- uh, Part of her address to Congress today, uh, the First Lady of Fundraising, if you will, Um 888-344-1170. We don't talk much about this war, the Ukraine-Russia uh, war here on the Andrea K. Show. It's sad what's happening over there. It's devastating to Ukrainians, but there's a lot of things that are happening around the world, devastating to the billions of citizens around the world, and it's not necessarily our responsibility or obligation to dedicate treasure as well as lives to that effort. 888-344-1170. Do you think we should should be dedicating money or weapons there. Um, and maybe maybe she'll persuade you. Let's, uh, Skins, let's play clip three. You help us, and your help, help is very strong. While Russia kills, America saves. And you should know about it. We thank you for that. 
But unfortunately, the war is not over. The terror continues. And I appeal to all of you on behalf of those who were killed, on behalf of those people who lost their arms and legs, on behalf of those who are still alive and well, and those who wait for their families to come back from the front. I'm asking for something uh, now I would never want to ask. I am asking for weapons. Weapons that would not be used to wage a war on somebody else's land, but to protect one's home and the right to wake up alive in that home. I'm asking for air defense systems in order for rockets not to be killed, not to kill children in their strollers, in order for rockets not to destroy children's rooms and kill entire families. Anything, uh, 888-344-1170, anything she said there, Skins, that persuades you that we need to, sp- to spend more money and send weapons? No, as you and I always say, you know, what's happening over there is horrible. Putin's actions are horrible. Uh, but we do not need to be involved in this war. We are already too involved, if, if, if you ask me. We don't need to spend another dime. Yeah, and it, and uh, the uh, motivations behind the U.S. to bring her here, the motivations behind the U.S. government to be involved at all in this is sketchy at best. In fact, it, the, the motives are not benign. The motives are, are um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Joe Biden practically pushed Putin to go into Ukraine. There, uh, there's uh, the Ukraine government, and there's a variety of reasons why it benefits the Biden administration for Russia to be over there. First of all, here's how you can know that that, that this really that um, when we've got Russia right now involved in discussions with Ukraine, I mean, uh, involved in discussions with Iran about the nuke deal, actually negotiating almost in a sense on our behalf. There's nobody in the Biden administration that really thinks that Putin is really the bad guy that they pretend that they think he is. Right. If 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 this is all about we've got to go defend Ukraine against this evil, maniacal, horrible Putin, um, then why why are we uh, why is the is the United States OK with Putin or and or Russia, any any emissary on his behalf to be negotiating an Iran nuke deal that involves us? Why would anybody in the Biden administration ha- think that uh, that it, it's up to Putin whether or not this basketball player, this WNBA basketball player gets released? If Putin was such a horrible, bad guy, there they would be like, you yeah, ain't nothing we can do, man. There we're no, we're in discussions. We're in discussions over there. Right. We also know that Ukraine is not the bastion of democracy as a government and as a country as that the left wants you to believe that they are. One of their own parliament members early on into the conflict or the war, whatever terminology you want to use, said that what we are fighting for is the new world order. That's a direct quote. They're one of the most corrupt governments in world history. In fact, they were one, which is why the Biden, why Joe Biden as vice president was able to cook up all kinds of deals with his crackhead crap weasel son. Right. Right. And I believe that part of part of this is to prop up, you know, Ukraine and to pretend and and to cover up what was going on with that. So there's just no reason. And and in fact, um, if it has it has this war contributed to supply chain issues and issues at the pump. Absolutely. Which is all the more reason why Joe Biden had a benefit to push Russia to go in there. 
because he's got the excuse now of blaming Putin for the gas prices. If and if Putin was such a bad guy, and if he was so, and 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 and, and, and Putin was to blame for everything, why did Joe Biden on day one of the administration remove sanctions on the Nord Stream pipeline for Russia? In fact, it seems to me that Biden has been more a friend to Russia in some ways than he has to the American people. So there's just no motivation that seems honest to me on the part of anybody that wants us involved in this conflict. And in fact, we should not have been involved in any way, including new sanctions that came down without congressional approval, because that put us squarely involved in a a military, not necessarily military, but put us involved in a war. We are involved in a war. The second, as soon as we did sanctions, we took sides in a war. And then we've been sending money over there to Ukraine. Now we've got Sweden and Finland supposedly um, needing to be in NATO, which now obligates us to have to defend Sweden and Finland. And when I ask people, what's the, why do we need Sweden and Finland to be in there? Oh, Ukraine, Ukraine, because Russia, because Russia. It's all about ushering in the new world order and the great reset is what it's about. And I don't want another dime going there. And I'm so sorry that there's children and innocent children and innocent women who are losing their lives over there. But you know what? We got innocent women and children and and American citizens losing our lives here and on the precipice of losing our entire country here uh, under the guise of the great reset. Right. Just different manner of which it's happening. We got Americans losing their lives here as a part of the Great Reset and ushering in communism in this country through injections. So my answer is no. My answer is no. And I'm so sorry that, that there are people dying over there. Uh, unfortunately, bad things, bad things are happening around the world. And the solution is, 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 is freedom. And let me tell you something else. We need to be taking care of home here because if the United States is ever going to continue to be the world's military, it can't happen if we continue to go down the path of complete economic destruction. The, through uh, all the different means in which the Democrat Party is seeking to destroy us. Can't do it. Whether it's the open border, whether it's the war on gas and oil, whether it's the the cultural shift. Now we can't even nobody even wants to we can't even get people recruited into the military. We're supposed to we're supposed to be the military's <laughs> the world's military and we can't even get anybody recruited. In part because we've destroyed men in this country. We can't even define a woman or a man anymore. Right. We've turned men into nothing. In this country, we've demonized America. Who's going to volunteer, right? We've churned out young men that sit around playing games all day long in their homes. They can't do a pull-up. They can't. They can't qualify for that reason alone. We got to repair this country. We got to repair this country before we continue to be be used and exploited to try to fix anybody else's mess. We got to clean up our own here. Right. We got to clean up our own. And one of the things we got to do is seal the border. We're going to take a break. We come back. We got some mayors around the country complaining about some, quote, asylum seekers showing up in their back door. Well, maybe y'all need to push back against Biden and tell him to close the door down at the border. We're going to talk about that when we come back. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170. The answer, San Diego. A.K. Dynamite in a dress. 
or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on the answer, San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. <laughs> I'm kind of loving the fact that we got a couple of mayors. We got Mayor Bowser from D.C. We got Mayor Adams out of New York City that are just complaining tonight because they don't like all these uh, illegal aliens. They're calling them asylum seekers. But let's be honest, they're illegal aliens that, that just came across the southern border. Been, um, which, by the way, that the, these mayors are complaining because Gov, uh, Abbott had put them on buses and sent them to D.C., right? But they didn't complain when Joe Biden was putting them and the Biden administration was putting them on airplanes and sending them down to Florida, right? Nobody cared. Nobody complained about that. Suddenly, they're showing up in D.C. and in New York City, and now we got a problem. We got a problem. Uh, listen to Mayor Bowser of uh, D.C. fame, what she had to say about it, Skins. Um, The uh, Washington Post reported last week that homeless shelters in D.C. were filling up um, and groups are getting overwhelmed by these buses that the governors of Texas and and Arizona are sending here full of migrants. How significant is this influx? How many people? Well, this is a very significant issue. Um, We have for sure called on the federal government uh, to work across state lines to prevent um, people from really being tricked uh, into getting on buses. <laughs> uh, we, we think they're largely asylum seekers uh, who are going to final destinations that are not Washington, D.C. Um, OK, a <laughs> couple of things here. First of all, uh, you know, um, Hey, it's the Democrats all across this country at every level of government are perfectly happy to have that open border because it's about ushering in a permanent Democrat voting base. Right. Um, That's the goal behind it. And the every Democrat is on board with that. But they just don't necessarily want to have to bump up against any of them at any time. Right. I mean, you know, it's kind of like Nancy Pelosi. You know, she never she never has to walk over the poop that's that's on sidewalks in San Francisco where she gets driven in her limousine back to her house that's surrounded by a big, fat, beautiful wall. And she never has to be around any of the riffraff that's going on in, D, in, in San Francisco. Right. Same thing here. In fact, this reminds me of there was a book written called While Europe Slept, written by a far left uh, advocate, uh, advocate who moved to the Holy Grail of Scandinavia. And he talked about how they would import under the guise of multiculturalism, all these um, Muslims and Islamists uh, under the guy, you know, to pat themselves on the back, how wonderful they are. They're so good to the people wanting to migrate there, but then they were setting them up in all these outlying communities. So that uh, w- under the idea that they'd never have to look at them, right. Or have a conversation with them. That's kind of what's going on here with DC Bauer and also Eric Adams. I'm going to get to him in a moment from New York. Um, so that's bad enough. Okay. Doesn't she have BLM black lives matter painted on a street in DC? And didn't the Black Lives Matter people say that that included the brown people, right? Yet suddenly the brown people aren't so welcome in D.C. I want to know where the mainstream media is today, Skins, and calling her a bigot. Why isn't the mainstream media today saying, why do you hate Mexicans? Why do you hate Guatemalans? Or why do you hate people of color or or whoever is coming? It's primarily uh, Hispanics from a variety of different countries around the world. Why do you hate them so much? Why do you hate Latinos or Latinx, whatever, whatever they want to call them? But then she then she also goes into into like ridiculous land. She's the mayor of of stupidity as well as the mayor of D.C. Because she's like then she tries to act like, look, don't call me a bigot. I feel sorry for these poor people that have been tricked into coming to D.C. 
Well, first of all, why are you, why are you bad mouth in D.C.? Like it's so horrible to end up in D.C., right? Isn't that what she's saying? Um, but to to say that they've been tricked into getting on buses is like to imply i don't know skins did were these people that booked a um you know a hotel and flight package from expedia thinking that they were going to go to florida keys and they ended up through expedia being you know on the wrong plane to seattle is that what went on here they've been tricked into going to the wrong destination oh i'm so sorry they were they're not getting to go the destination of their choice wow we can be facetious, but I don't know if she's really just trying to cover to cover in advance of anybody calling her a bigot to try to act like she's sympathizing with them, or if they they actually think that these people that have committed breaking and entering into coming into our country, many of them are drug traffickers, many of them are sex traffickers, right? Many of them are part of bringing in enough fentanyl to kill a third of this country, and that's who she's concerned for. So there's really no good option here. Whether she actually feels like they're the victims here being put on a bus or whether she's actually just trying to cover up and make sure that nobody calls her a bigot. It's really not acceptable. Adams is no better in New York. He's calling on federal government to help because he's like, look, all these people coming here, uh, we got a problem here because in New York, um, we've got this right to shelter mandate. So now our own policies are coming back to bite us in New York. Because in New York, if you are an asylum seeker or a homeless person who comes to town by any means, they have to be put in a bed somewhere. Well, you know what? You made your bed with these policies. You need to lie on it. And why should he's calling for federal government help? And so is D.C. Bowser. Why should any Republican taxpayer or any taxpayer at all, particularly Republican who did not vote for this insanity, have to reach into their pockets and pay for it? No. He said he's saying that governors should have more compassion for those seeking asylum. Well, which governors? Oh, you only want the Republican governors because the idea is, is all these illegals are supposed to be in the red states to flip the red states blue. That's why they're mad. They don't care about the money. He says these Republican governors, if they need financial help, they should ask for it instead of heartlessly sending another, you know, um, feigning, um, you know, virtue signaling instead of heartlessly sending asylum seekers on their way with a one way ticket. In New York City, we have a legal and moral mandate to provide shelter. Well, then do it. Texas isn't plagued with that idea. <laughs> Neither is DeSantis. They're not plagued with this with the stupidity and the virtue signaling of we're obligated to provide a bed. That's your moral mandate. Live with it, baby. Live with it, child. That's what I have to say about it. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. We reported last week on some Dutch farmers that were pushing back against the Great Reset. And... And I mentioned at the time, we've got a problem with farmland and farmers here in the United States of America. Ain't nobody talking about it against one stand-up comic and actor, if you can even call him an actor. And we're going to share that story with you when we come back. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, The Answer, San Diego. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer, San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. I'm going to get to this farmer story in a minute. But during the break, Skins and I got into a little bit of debate. Has to do with technology. Of course, y'all know I go on Instagram every break looking for food, right? Every time we have a commercial break. And I see 
as at this little ad as part of the food things is this woman's taking a walk through a park and she's got this thing rolling behind her hands free she sits down on the bench opens the lid she's got a book in there she's got a bottle of water and i'm like i'm loving this idea and of course skins has to throw a wet rag on it um, i i'm not a, yes i have a smartphone completely aware for the most part, all the other device, I, I'm not a big fan of outside of the phone smart technology. Well, I don't like these devices that are listening to you in the home. But a device that's going to roll around behind me that I don't have to carry while I'm out on a walk, that then when I sit down on a bench or whatever uh, to take a break, then I've got, you know, all the tools that I need to enjoy myself, right? All my uh, accoutrement. I'll just, I'll just put know, it around. I'm loving that idea. Um, I don't know. Your thoughts? 888-344-1170. Are you anti-technology people? Would you like the I idea? I even try and mess with Alexa because I just don't like it. Well, I think Alexa is intrusive. I think having something rolling around behind you when you're out for a walk that, you know, sets you up to have like a little picnic or all the little, you know, niceties to enjoy yourself out. It, I think that's a good idea. I, I, I kind of see them entirely different. Um, you folks are welcome to chime in here. 888-344-1170. I mean, who out there would have a problem with having, besides skins, who would have a problem? You're out on a walk and you got this thing following behind you hands-free that's got everything you need, maybe a little sweater, a book. I mean, you you know, you could, I guess you could put it all in a 50-pound backpack, but, you know, I don't hike for ways. a reason. I don't hike for a reason. I don't want a heavy backpack on the back of me. It's a rolling, think of it as a rolling backpack, right? And that's not really hiking. Eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. I don't hike. I also don't garden. Okay, here's how I transition into the farming story. I know I'm a southerner. I know we're all supposed to love to get our hands dirty. I could not stand having to work in my mama's garden up at my grandma's farm. Couldn't stand it. But you know what? Thank God that we have farmers in this country. Thank God that we still, you know, have people that love to farm, whether it's a small little family farm or or a big production farm. Um, they they feed us and and we need to we need to protect those and cherish those because we need to not be dependent on the world and we also need to be dependent on uh, you know help keep those going in this country and make sure that we've got a good solid source of produce here in the United States. I got sick one time on some raspberries come up out of Mexico. We need more fresh produce here in the United States. The Dutch farmers found themselves under the phony guise of green energy and climate change being told that basically their farms were going to, or a good part of their portion of their farms are going to be shut down with these new farming regulations. And they decided to push back in some massive protests last week. And I was asking, hey, what about our farms here? Do we not have the same kind of crap happening here where we either have these onerous regulations that have to do with climate change or in the case of Bill Gates and others buying up our farmland? It's a threat to us. It's a threat to our food supply. It's a threat to us, our culture. It's a threat to our country. And the only person I've heard talking about this is none other than Katy Perry's ex, Russell Brand. Skins, please play uh, clip 10 see how it's always safety it's always convenience they always come to your door with a promise we're going to make things easier for you we have to help the planet we have to help the children what's the result of all this help get your help off of me a ban on chemical fertilizers implemented april 2021 in an effort to promote organic farming proved the final straw after a string of missteps even here it's saying in an effort to promote organic farming now even if like me you're sympathetic to the idea of organic farming and even think that organic farming would be a step in the right direction you have to recognize that all Organic farming is not the desired endpoint. The 
displacement of the people is the desired endpoint. The disempowerment of the farmers, the bankruptcy of the farmers is the desired endpoint. That's what's happening. Oh no, we were just trying to create some organic farms. Look what's happened. We've cut the livelihood of all these ordinary people. That's not, it's not a mistake. They're trying to up ordinary people. Yeah. This is about destruction of the farming in the United States of America. If this was anything about organic, which the transit of definition of organic or the idea behind organic is that it not have pesticides, it'd be promoting better health. Um, the same people pushing this would not be telling you, you need to start eating bio bioengineered meat, right? The same people telling you that you shouldn't be drinking a big gulp or, or eating anything with hydrogenated oil are the same people telling you that you should be not eating cows, for meat, that you should be eating something that's engineered in a lab, right? Same people, because this has nothing to do with organic. It has nothing to do with health any more than COVID had anything to do with health. It has 100% to do with power. They want this, the, the, the farming uh, in the United States and us being uh, the, the um, providing our own food source in this country is part of how we became the superpower we became. Right. It was part of it's part of what drove our economy, part of what drove our independence in this country. And and they want that taken away from us. They want our individual independence taken away from us and they want our national independence or national sovereignty taken from us. They are in the process of under the guise of either public health or climate change, under the guise of completely seeking to destroy the United States. And back in the Obama administration, I said they're going after two things. And these two things are critical. For the future of this country. One was our health care. Which is what de- destroying our health care. Was what Obamacare was about. And the other was. Uh, uh, getting control of the energy sector. Climate credits. Remember the climate credits? I can't remember. There was a, there was a particular term for them. But that's what the green energy boondoggle crap was all about. That's how they get complete control over our lives. Obamacare didn't really get them there. But COVID did. COVID got them a long way towards there. And the green energy boondoggles didn't really didn't really make any headway. But now the reason why they're starting to make more headway now is because of the indoctrination that's gone on in our schools. They've churned out a whole lot of AOCs. They've churned out a whole lot of little brain dead idiots. I played the clip of that one from the Sunrise Movement or whatever. Some of which are, are hysterical today because Kylie Jenner is flying her big private jet for three minutes. Right. And they're and they and they've been they've been to eating, avoid traffic <laughs> to avoid traffic. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a break. Speaking of the economy, we come back hour two. It's Wednesday. We've got uh, financial thought doctor. Dave Elhoff is going to be here. Uh, there's uh, quite a few different areas of the economy and money we've got to talk about. So don't you go anywhere because we'll be right back. Stay tuned. This is the Andrew K. Show on AM 1170. The answer San Diego. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.